Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters and worlds we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who is like, like everyone else, born in the manifestation of the universe. Patch. <laughs> you might be surprised how manifest I am. How are you today? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, this one's going to be a nice short one. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Literally only, sh- literally only showed up in a interval. Oh, yeah, you know. Okay. Well, actually, wait, no. Here's return. Mm, wait, barely showed up in a couple other things, but barely showed up <laughs> in anything. Um, and uh, his name is uh, Abraxas. Uh, so, if you're gonna make a Abraxas, let's say you make a Abraxas, what would what what would what Abraxas look I like? I definitely know that name, but I can't think of the guy. So you're in luck on this question. Um. I think he looks like a giant bottle of floor cleaner with arms and legs. <laughs> no, he's like a vaguely green guy who's, you know, oh, yeah. like one, like, off draft away from seeing your dangle. <laughs> but yeah, he's a green guy, has a gray shock of hair, um, green robe. He has a around his belly button. Although, wait, I'm going to. OK, he has a belly button for some reason. Which will not make sense in a moment, but it uh, has a sun around it, you know, you know stuff, something like that. Um, and yeah, so his real name is Abraxas. His alias is none, no dual identity. His occupation is dimensional destroyer. Ooh. Now, if you're going to give me one job title, I think dimensional destroyer would be one. Yeah, that's a pretty two. solid one. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm tend not to be someone who wants to do, you know multiple genocides at <laughs> once with the but like i'll get used to it yeah i mean point. if that's the gig what's the pay yeah exactly um his citizenship is inapplicable oh, okay i guess that happens when you're destroying Which, dimensions yeah uh his birthplace was within eternity which by the way is the known universe <laughs> so everyone was born in eternity Except Eternity has like the you know, yeah. body thing, but like, but like, but we we all of us were born in Eternity, <laughs> dude. But yeah, and his own relatives is Eternity or father, and uh, he was served by an alternate Earth's version of Nova, and that's Frankie Ray. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Human Torch's uh, girlfriend who got his powers yeah. um, by touching some. Original Human Torch juice. Yeah, you know, science crap. Um, and, yeah, you know. And uh, he first showed up in Fantastic Four uh, Annual 2001 in September 2001. Ooh. I know this was put out before, but, like, you know, you know that yeah. was just, like, owned. I gotta be honest, that though, 11, the early 2000s is, like, that explains a lot about that design. Yeah, it does. Um... And the devil you know. Ooh. Um, yeah. But yeah, so born within the abstract entity Eternity, Abraxas was kept in check through 
throughout the universe within the existence of Galactus, with the death of Galactus in uh, reality 616, after he was consumed by a ship, energies, his ship's engines via the Silver Surfer's machinations. Abraxas was free to roam the dimensions, killing every version of Galactus he found. Mm-hmm. Abraxas sent a decapitated Galactus skull hurling towards Earth 616 with an alternate Earth Nova stored with it, uh, within it. Uh, while Abraxas drew closer, the walls of dimensional space began to blur, rendering Oratu's, Oratu the Watcher comatose and causing a group of other dimensional superhumans called the Law Enforcement Squad. Oh. Mm-hmm. To enter, er, to enter Earth 616 and battle the Fantastic Four. Um, joining a group of cosmic heroes, the Fantastic Four battle a cadre of Abraxas' followers on the moon. The Silver Surfer was killed. Realizing the danger Abraxas uh, posed, the Fantastic Four went on a dimension hopping journey to recover the ultimate nullifier, the one weapon that could destroy him. Um, it feels like they're jumping to the nullifier real quick there. I like I mean what is what is uh Reed Richards but jumping to the last step <laughs> before you try anything else. <clears throat> the visible woman found herself on Earth uh one one sixteen, Alantera, a world ruled by Atlantis. Oh, that's great. She can finally get with Namor of on another planet. Uh Mr. Fantastic found himself on one 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 three, a world resembling the 1930s, where he teamed up with the heroic Five for the future, and the Thing on Earth one one one, where he met the challengers of Doom before their world was uh, devoured by Galactus. So we just can't not go to Gangster Planet, huh? <laughs> no, he he shows he actually goes on Gangster, uh, like the Fantastic Four. Weirdly enough, like the ends up on an alternate Earth where there are gangsters a lot. Like, more than you think they would? I think Reed's just into that. Maybe. I don't know. I think he's into a lot of things. Um, while the Fantastic Four were away, Abraxas stalled, stalked uh, Franklin Richards, who had foreseen his arrival in his dreams. Uh, Franklin and his sister Valeria, teleported away by the omniversal uh, guardian Roma. Uh, during this time, Abraxa encountered Namorita and transformed her into a chimera... A... a Camaria Atlantean state, making her unable to breathe oxygen and effectively killing her. Um, each having to learn, learn a portion of the location of the nullifier from the alternate world Johnny Storms, the Fantastic Four enabled the Earth 616 torch to remember the location of the nullifier. Nova, or Frankie Way, of an alternate Earth, then turned on the torch, stealing the nullifier for Abraxas, her true master. Abraxas then appeared to Roma and seemingly killed her. Which, that's not how the ultimate nullifier works. You literally nullify them from existence. You don't know that they exist anymore. Yeah. Like, you're, you're like you, you go, and then you're just like, what is, what, why, why was I pointing <laughs> this in empty space? <laughs> uh, teleporting Valeria Franklin, Roma's aide, Saturnine, and himself to the location of the Fantastic Four. Abraxas uh, received the nullifier from Nova. She revealed that in her dimension, Galactus took her as his herald and still consumed the Earth. Nova was joined by a small army of her alternate selves to protect Abraxas from Earth's heroes, as Roma had planned 
Franklin and Valeria combine their powers to resurrect the Earth 616 Galactus, who easily retrieved the nullifier and handed it to Reed Richards. Uh, Reed nullified the universe itself, and the universe restored itself to like previous normality, with Braxis nowhere to be found. I mean, that's one way of yeah, doing uh, it. Also, that's. Um. <laughs> that is a. Okay, this is a animal ass story. <laughs> you make big swings and then you just say, nope, never yeah. happened. Right at the end. The only thing that stayed was Galactus was still alive. <laughs> yeah, that's. Wow. I mean, people made a big deal about destroying universes when the uh, convergence was happening, but apparently Reed just does that all the time, huh? Well, he also has a he also has a bunch of uh, he also has a bunch of his alternate cells, which mostly are evil, Um, like you know, just going around the multiverse, going like, "Hey, we should like you know goose this a little bit this way." (laughs) Um, The Surfer and Namorito was returned to life, and Romo and other similarly. were either similarly resurrected or had faked her death, and she too has since be seen alive. Well, okay. And uh, a little story that doesn't do much, but yep. bring back Galactus. So, uh, his eyes are blue, he has uh, black hair with gray streaks, and his height and weight is veritable. And, uh, yeah, he's boring. He has a nearly, uh, near limitless cosmic power, enabling him to traverse and manipulate dimensions at will in resurrecting matter and manipulating energy on a vast scale also um again power grid is useless intelligence is at four seven for strength speed durability and energy projections and fighting skills are two Hmm. i'm surprised he's got anything less than a four based on what you told me well he's not like you mean he's not that (laughs) smart that's fair um but yeah I don't know, part of me kind of wants to read it, but also at the same time, I, I Not don't. Not really. You know, it's like most animals. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that sounds cool, but also... Hmm? Yeah, you're not wrong. Annuals are a special breed of comic. Well, they used to they used to have a little bit more um, plot relevance past, you know, the annual. Mm-hmm. Like, you had that with, like, Evolutionary War, Atlantis Attacks, and, and I just named two horrible events, by the way. <laughs> so, um, sorry. Uh i can't think of good annuals right now i know they're good ones but i can't think of them right now to like a monthly comic book box they would send you trades every month the only marvel book ever sent us was the trade of atlantis attacks so i have to assume that they were selling them off really (laughs) cheap (laughs) they're doing an omnibus of it in a couple months and i have no idea why who's clamoring for that you know what i'm clamoring for just give me give me not that. Yeah, please, no. I want less. I want less. We need to get the perfect women to breed a perfect race of people. Please, I want less of it that. It would be great if we could just stop doing that storyline. Yeah, but that is that's it. Um, we're gonna be hitting a bunch of shorter, shorter ones like this for quite a while soon. Um, so you know get into that i guess i don't know but, but yeah it's been nice talking to yeah. you patch uh what do you th- what do you think of abraxas besides you know um, eh. yeah, yeah. interesting concept i'm on board with a galactus hunter from another reality but it just doesn't sound like there's too much going what? on with him 
okay the the idea of writing of like throwing a the skull of a galactus yeah, at someone super is cool. rad it's rad don't get me wrong super rad i love it but also at the same time i'm tired of nearly a near nigh infinite you know power yeah beings i'm just tired <laughs> of it like it, it gets boring after a while it's the reason why i don't like the eternals because all of them are gods and have the same powers <laughs> and they don't teleport because it hurts their belly but they can teleport <laughs> take the take the teleport like one of them's fast and just makes fast vehicles and all of them can instantly teleport wherever <clears throat> they want why it bothers me so much just Teleportation is the best power. It's always been the best power. And you don't waste it. So the thing is, I'm a big Eternals fan. Right? You found the one person on the planet. (laughs) You did. I don't know how. I don't know how because I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware that we are not a common group. (laughs) You're a rare breed (laughs) of people. Um, See, like, okay, here's here. I'm about to, I'll go on this rant. And then we'll go to plugs. But my my problem that I have, and I understand Kirby, master <laughs> at his craft, not when he's writing. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want about Stan Lee. He's either good, bad, mixture of both. Like he was, you know, he was a complicated person. But the reason why the first 100 or so issues of Fantastic Four were so well remembered <laughs> is because Stan Lee knew how to real jack stuff in a little <laughs> bit. Um, I'm reading Machine Man, which was written, plotted, and drawn by Jack mm-hmm. Kirby. And while it's real good looking and it's weird, I don't know if it has a coherent plot at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, and Eternals just feel that way to me. He likes big things and he likes big things to happen. And he doesn't know how to, like, you know, make them relatable sometimes yeah no that's very (laughs) true i don't know i just really loved the idea that he took one look at the concept of oh there are entities out there that are so far beyond humanity and we can't possibly understand them and looking at them would just drive us utterly mad and said yeah that's cool i want to do a cthulhu but good (laughs) yeah which again like i also have i also have problems with fourth world i know fourth world is technically done better <laughs> uh, but like but like he pretty much just came back to marvel and was just like what if i did fourth world more boring but they didn't though was, but i would like you if, if you don't mind because i will talk about eternal i will have you on for eternal yeah, that would be great I'll, I'll put you down for the first one i get which might be forever <laughs> And I would like you to explain, because like I'm, I'm open to finding out ways to like things. I'm always open. Sounds good. We'll put that on the schedule. If you can explain to me why you like the Eternals, because like every single time I read, it, I'm just like, ooh, the people thought they were like this Greek god. No, people thought they were like this Greek <laughs> god, and then it's just like, and then they just did nothing for a long time <laughs> until someone forced them to do something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They even uh, they even brought up something in the in the Eternal movies. They're just like you just pointed the problem I had out with them. You just did it. Like they mentioned, I remember they mentioned very specifically, like the Holocaust, like mm-hmm. specifically in the one of the trailers. They're just like, wow, I wonder, I wonder what would I don't know affect human affairs <laughs> real badly. 
I wonder if I don't know what genocide would. You know, you know who could. Okay, sorry. One last <laughs> thing. One last thing. Okay, I can forgive so much in comics. Like, there's so many people who could do more. I understand that. Like Reed Richards should have cured cancer by now. He can. <laughs> I know he can. <laughs> but uh, like, but like, you know, I can forgive some of that. But most heroes can only deal with like one thing mm-hmm. at a time. So like a Captain America or a Namor, like let's say they're in World War II. Like they can't stop the war. Right. They can stop battles. They can't stop the war. You know what the one Eternal can do? <laughs> Teleport all over the place, literally get rid of everyone who's a problem what? in an instant. And then it's just like, nope. Kind of. We're done. We're done. It, kind of. They all technically mm-hmm. have the power to teleport. Because they all technically have all of the eternal powers, but it's like a skill tree, so if you don't put your points into teleporting, then you can't do that. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, cool. So let's say Makari just did something. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they're gonna run real fast. You know, whatever. <laughs> like all of them could do something and get rid of all the problem. And I'm not. I understand you don't want one thing solving all the problems. I understand that, but like. You can do a little bit. Like, a little bit? <laughs> like, every once in a while. Like, I'm not saying, like, all the time. Yeah, no. But, like, a little you're, bit. You're definitely not wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's my problem, you know? Like, the reason why I can forgive Franklin uh, for Richard for not, like, just flopping. Well, right now he can't because Dan Slot doesn't. Dan Slot doesn't like f- yeah, Franklin. Yeah. I don't like that. He doesn't like Franklin. And you know what? It, that rubs me the wrong way, but he is writing a read that I kind of like <laughs> right now, which is oh so rare. So he's still on yeah, thin ice. Okay. Thin ice. But he doesn't like he doesn't like Franklin. <laughs> he depowered Franklin like super hard. It like has been for a yeah, long time. I, I but didn't actually read those issues, but I did hear about the mutant face debacle. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh what I don't like that. Oh, you gaslight yourself. Really? Yeah. Really? You know you know what sounds like a mutant? A parent? Like having two parents with powers? <laughs> having a child that has innate mm-hmm. powers? You know, that's, I don't know if that sounds like a mutant or not to you, but it sounds I'm like a mutant I'm pretty sure that's the definition of a mutant. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure that's the literal <laughs> definition that they bring all the time. What a mutant is. <laughs> A mutant is a person born with powers. That's literally the only thing. <laughs> okay, sorry. I I want I, I just want I want Hickman's love for Franklin because I love Franklin. <laughs> but Hickman's love for Franklin was like I embraced yeah, it. I yeah. loved it. It was so I need and just like mm, shower me. Also, he hated Reed. Shower <laughs> me with that energy. But like like he didn't hate. I mean. He he wrote Reed the way he was supposed to, like a uncomplicatedly bad person who's trying his best, but he's obviously cannot do the best all the time. But like he liked Franklin, and Dan Slot doesn't. He likes Valeria though. I like yeah. he likes Valeria. He likes Valeria. Valeria is cool. I like Valeria. I don't want to get into too much. Like I have so many complicated feelings about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, that's very <laughs> so, reasonable. <clears throat> Eventually, I think what I'll do is I'll probably, whenever I talk about the Fantastic Four as a team, I'll have, I'll just talk about the Fantastic Four and feelings <laughs> and stuff. And because I have a lot of feelings about yeah, it. It's a complicated franchise. It is. 
And I just like it how it almost, I just like how at this point they don't even pretend that, uh, like, I mean, like, Sue likes Reed, <laughs> but like, also it seems like she's with him because she needs yeah. to be with him right now. <laughs> because I feel like, cause, I mean, Namor's arrogant, but like, he can back his <laughs> shit up, though. Yeah, you don't see any evil alternate reality Namor's running around ruining things for people. No, exactly. Um, uh, okay. Uh, what do you have to plug? Uh, well, all I have to plug is the show that I'm on. The uh, Us Weirdos Have to Stick Together. I definitely didn't forget the name of it there. I've been doing it for six weeks, and I absolutely know the name already. Uh, <laughs> it's a show where a couple of weirdos talk about the Owl House. And uh, you can find that show on Twitter at uh, Us Weirdos Cast. And I'm at Patch underscore Jacket, where I mostly just retweet the gayest tweets I can find. <laughs> um... I have all of my stuff like in the description. You can click on those. So I think something, something. I'll get done with this, but I have a thing to say about something I just saw. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, yeah, all the links to my stuff is in the description. Uh, please support me monetarily if you can. Um, at Patreon, um, you could go to Alphabet Flight on it, Twitter and Instagram to see the people are talking about. And if you would like to, you can also share, rate, and uh, review. Um, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Contra protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.